Good afternoon, everybody. This is my second favorite day of the week. My first being the week's done. That's Saturday and Sunday. I can't pick. Anyways, guys, my name's Stuart Brisgale. That's David Solomon. This is the Rant Network, where only we can bring you unfiltered issues spanning the globe, whether it's pop culture, politics, and or beyond. It could even be the weather, right? Or what's causing the weather. You never know. Anyways, guys, sit down. Today is not about absurdities, and it's not about the deep-seated issues that relate to gender equality. It is about anti-Semitism. It's about anti-Israel. It's about vitriol, hatred, unlike anything seen in the modern era, but maybe 90 years ago. You have people in politics in the 30s. People may remember the McCarthy, you know, all of the communists that were being rounded up in politics on the streets of New York because their views were so disgusting that they got taken out of office, put into jail, and incarcerated. Why am I mentioning 1930s, 1940s, 1950s? Because today feels like 1930s. You know, there's an event in history that most Jews are aware of called Kristallnacht, where the Germans went around, the neo-Nazis, and smashed the windows of Jewish institutions and homes and attacked and beaten Jews. It was a day to beat on Jews. Kind of sounds almost like Rashid Tlaib's call for violence in the streets, an uprising. She is calling for terror. So is the rest of the squad. By their insistence that Israel shouldn't exist. Now, they could say, I never use such words, have and they do in fact they're doubling down but the entire democratic caucus refuses to call out and sanction and censure its own members in fear of the republicans getting a stronger hand than they already have david's going to get in a lot deeper to a lot of these issues in just a second. But I wanted to convey one message. Many people that listen to this rant aren't Jewish and are tired of hearing about the Israeli-Palestinian-Arab conflict. And most of them don't understand it. And the information out there is extremely convoluted and tainted. Understand one thing. Forget the history. Where is the one place in the Middle East that you can be gay, transgender, a woman, a man, a child, a Muslim, a Christian, a Buddhist? I believe in chickens as being a god and be free to enjoy your life. There's only one place, and that's Israel. There's only one place in the Middle East that provides technology for the world. Some of the technology we're using today to communicate with you. Others, you're watching and listening on your cell phones. 
that wouldn't exist the way they do today without the state of Israel. Please tell me, what does Syria give in the world? Iran, Iraq. Tell me. Egypt as of late. Jordan as of late. Absolutely nothing. Yet Israel is the one being blamed. All right, David, I'm getting way off topic. Look, ladies and gentlemen, the, the big problem today, the big problem today, and Stuart, you know, the middle, you know, Israel is that beacon. And if you take away the, the politics, Stuart is 100% right. But unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, in the world of divisive politics, and this is what unfortunately ends up happening, you need to have an enemy and you need to have a hero. You need to have a good guy and you need to have a bad guy. We're not allowed to just be, you know, content with what Stuart was talking about, the contributions that Israel has been doing for the last 75 years. Because the left, ladies and gentlemen, just can't help itself to double, triple, quadruple down on how right they are, even though they're continuing to prove how wrong they are and how they continue to side with the wrong side of history. And this week was a great example. You know, the Republican Party screwed up really badly for three weeks without having a Speaker of the House. Okay, and finally, Mike Johnson becomes the Speaker of the House. One of his first things he brings to the floor is the condemnation of Hamas. And the vote was 412 condemning Hamas to 10. And amongst the 10, of course, were just about every member of the squad. AOC, Ilan Omar, and the Palestinian Israel hater. Rashida Tlaib, Cory Bush, Jamal Bowman, the, who loves to pull fire you know, alarms. These are the people, ladies and gentlemen, who are duly elected in a democratic society. We're allowed to trash the government. Are allowed to trash America's allies and supports terrorism. And as Stuart says, goes un anything. You hear interview after interview, the Democrats are still supporting their party, even though Jewish and non-Jewish members who are pissed off at the squad can't say anything because they're going to continue to toe the party line, unlike what the GOP just did. But this is fact, again, it's the left who doubles down on terrorism. It's not just Israel's enemies, but America's enemies. And yet they doubled down. They insisted they are right, even though Rashida Tlaib continues to spew lies and hate. Matter, she's right, and the left continues to be right. You look at the protesters at universities who are again doubling and tripling down. No way they're going to admit they're gays for Palestine chapters, okay? And these, you know, anti-Israel pro like gays for Palestine. My God, I hear that and I keep chuckling on the irony that Stuart keeps bringing up that you can't even be gay in the, Pal in the Palestinian territories. Time magazine wrote about it just recently that if you were gay in Gaza, you're dead in Gaza. But they double down the university students. Why? You can't admit you're wrong. You got your history wrong. Your facts are wrong. You're a disgrace. Ivy League schools are not condemning them. Yet they're doubling down because the left refuses to admit they were wrong. And on the media side, ladies and gentlemen, one of the greatest fallacies of a hero in media is that I'm a 
that the world continues to laud because she's been there for 40 years and she's wonderful. She's a hateful, anti-Semitic, left-leaning, horrible journalist who looks for divisive interviews to push her agenda. And in interviewing the Queen of Jordan this week, continued to push the notion that Israel is receiving the support of the world. It's a double standard. How ironic that she says that. Because you know, ladies and gentlemen, Russia attacked Ukraine. Did the United Nations say we have to force Russia to a ceasefire? <laughs> no. But but people like Kassana Mapur is pushing the UN to do that to Israel. They're talking about a humanitarian crisis? Oh my God, 1,400 people killed, raped, murdered? <clears throat> no, the left will refuse. The left denies the facts to prove that they are right, even though they are promoting hate, terrorism, racism. Stuart, there's a great new expression. I don't know if you heard this. This thing killed me. It's called JERF, J-E-R-F, okay? These are extremist feminists who are looking for feminist causes except for Jewish women. This is the world the left has created, Stuart, and it makes me ill to continue to see people support it. You know, black Americans or people of color in the United States and around the world who rally in the streets when there's inequality, where are they now? Jews aren't all white. In fact, most Jews aren't considered white at all, according to the U.S. Government Census Bureau. I don't know about Canada, but they're Asian Jews, black Jews, people of color, Spanish Jews. There are 16.8 million Jews in the world, of which I believe 7 million Jews or 8 million Jews live in Israel. Correct. That means in the entire world, that leaves about 10 million Jews. Of which the majority of that live in the United States. Of which the majority live in New York, Illinois, California, and Florida. Okay? I don't know which one has the larger populations. New York. That's irrelevant. New York. The city of New York's mayor gave uh, an incredible speech. In the United States, you have the right to say whatever you want. In Florida, we shipped people, as well as Texas, to New York. I think it's time that New York ship these antagonists to Gaza, to the West Bank, Hey, Stuart, look what the Europeans are doing. Yeah, I think yeah. France, France finally got it right. Not just France. You're seeing a lot of the European countries. They're, they're telling people free speech is free speech. But the moment you promote racism and terrorism, it's no longer free. Sorry. Yeah, and, and I think there should be a bipartisan agreement to anyone doing that in the United States and receiving federal grants should be thrown out. It's anti-Americanism. I think you should cut the grants. 
Yep, I, Europe I do. Just, I do. Europe, just cut, Europe just cut funding to the Palestinian aid because they know it went to Hamas, whatever. Look, Stuart, the, 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 the problem today is that, and this is the whole point of today's rant, you mentioned Israel being that contributor to society. Yep. And the distortion of history is that Israel, this, as much as Israel has contributed to the world qualitatively, it has also contributed to the le- left's hate. It's also contributed to finding the enemy, the colonial enemy that they need to continue to push their, their mantra. And then now, instead of looking and saying, you know what? Maybe we were wrong, which would be an ad- unbelievable admission. They're pushing more and more lies. The BBC, Stuart, the other day admitted that they rely on Hamas for the statistics. Your president stood up and said, you know what? We can't trust any statistics coming out of the Palestinian territories because they're coming from Hamas. That was a smart statement. And yet the left continues to say whatever Hamas says is fact. Jumping to the gun and the BBC is yet to rescind its statement about the hospital. Why? It won't admit it's left-leaning. Even the B- And they have a BBC Arabic division who is so anti-Israel, they cry, they cry, they push videos knowing it's all propaganda. All to push the racism, terrorism messaging. If I was the UK government, I'd cut funding to the BBC. If I were the US government, I would cut funding to any program, even Canada, I wish, any program that the federal government gives a dime or more should be cut severely because that's the only way they learn. David, I think it's time to say good weekend, safe weekend to all of our friends and family around the world. I hope that everyone finds safety. I think that if you have friends in the Palestinian territories, have them find safety, have them leave. Safety isn't staying there. Hey, Stuart, let's, put one thing, hold on, let's put one thing here. Never have Stuart or I said anything that says that the Palestinians should be killed, targeted, assassinated, choked. All these statements that are continuing to be thrusted at and accused of, of Jews and Israelis in the world. It's not our message. In fact, the message is we do want to see a two-state solution. We do want to see peace in the Middle East. We want to see everybody living in peace. We want to eliminate the terrorists, and that is Hamas. And Stuart, frankly, we need to do it today. You know, David, I'm going to X out. I think we should talk about that next week. That's if they don't do anything stupid. Thank you for tuning in today. This is the Rant Network. That's David Solomon. I'm Stuart Brisgold. I hope you got some valuable insight in this dialogue. Catch us Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon Eastern to engage social media, PM us. We understand that these issues are political in nature. And, you know, you feel afraid, which is something you should be unafraid. And that is the key. Sit back, relax, guys. Another episode's coming up shortly.